Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone, to the first, the first Spooktober episode of 2023. Woo! <laughs> and I want to start out with a bang. So we are, and we are doing our first, first film recover also which I never planned to do on the show, but here we are. <laughs> so, I am Mike Helberton, and who's running around a creepy town with me tonight? This is Joe Butler, and no pyramid head, not my soft and supple skin. <laughs> Everybody, this is Kenneth Sanity, and unlike Rose De Silva, Officer Sybil would only have to ask me for the pipe once. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. No. <laughs> Hello, it's your pal Tyrant Cheeks, a.k.a. Chelsea, back again. And welcome back. And where can people find you, Chelsea? You can find me on Twitch, and it's Tyrant Cheeks on Twitch, and Tyrant Cheeks on Twitter, the Twitter. It's not Twitter anymore, it's X for the Yeah, moment. what is up with that? That's weird. Until they go out of business. My <laughs> fucking phone just updated, and I'm pissed. Yeah, my, I was really shocked one morning. You'll be hearing this probably different episodes if we, if we make jokes about Twitter. Where I loaded up Twitter and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh yeah, you changed it to X, asshole. <laughs> Have you seen his his makeshift sign and how it like it lights up and flashes like all night and there's like an apartment complex across the street and people are already complaining? Not surprised. <laughs> I saw the picture where it looks like they just took office supplies or something, like just metal they found and just put it up and built us. Like, if you're gonna rebrand a company, you think you would order stuff and have it all planned and have not just be like Wake up one day and go, we're going to rename this company I bought for over that I overpaid for. Like, you know how that works. And not only that, to take the X from a font package, not even have one designed. You can't copyright. Oh, my God. We're, we're going to we're going to be in the Silent Hill 2 episode and be going, I can't believe they had to rechange it back to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Just oh, I hate it. God. I, I hate Twitter in general right now so much. But yeah, you can find <laughs> <laughs> you can find Chelsea there. And I'm still there, actually, too. A game my mom found. I'm still on Twitter, even though I don't post much on Twitter. Sometimes won't even let me post. So, who knows? I'm still there, too. Why not? I'll be there until it falls apart, which I think is coming. <laughs> yeah. So, we are here to do something that I never expected to do. A recover of a film that we covered on the show. We're going back to cover the first film we ever done this on this podcast, which is Silent Hill. Came out in 2006. We recorded it in 2019. It was one of the really early episodes of Games My Mom Found, completely different cast, and I had no desire to go back to this, but because I'm a sucker, when people say, hey, let's do this, I go, okay. So, here we are. And, and look, Internet, you're super welcome. We essentially bullied Mike into this, mm-hmm. because there's so much to say about this movie. I have two funny things to start with. One, last night when I was going, I was either going to rent this movie or buy this movie. It was 24 cents to rent it, because I had a credit, or... Nine dollars to buy it, and I, I yelled at my wife. I'm like, "Yeah, should I buy it?" She's like, "Are you ever going to watch it again for the show?" And I said, "No, I am never going to watch this movie again." I rented it because <laughs> if I a had lot. a nickel for every time people made me watch this movie in this podcast, I'd have two nickels, and I can't believe I let it happen twice. God, that's going to be a fucking shirt too with the two guns, isn't it? God damn it! Uh huh. It is. <laughs> <sighs> hey, I, I don't have. Any, I wasn't going to make that joke. Now I'm tempted, but no, uh, they weren't two guns. So, but no, it just that's just something I think of. Like I had never. And I for I I remember fo- thinking fondly of this movie, even though I'm I mean, you can go back and listen to my old episode and see what I really thought about this film in 2019. I have no idea. I don't remember. Nor do I care enough to go back and listen to what I said because I'm sure it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't want to hear myself in 2019 versus now. So 
but yeah, it, I and also like coming into this movie, like I have now played Silent Hill one through four. Like I have all that under my belt. I have more understanding of Silent Hill, and then going back to this movie after you have experienced more Silent Hill, it's kind of a double edged sword. Some part you appreciate things, and some part you get very irritated with things. Yeah, this movie's a fucking punch in the dick if you played the games recently. Yes. Uh, it's also a huge punch in the dick if you play the games, then watch this, and then go play Homecoming, because there are several things ripped out of this movie for Homecoming. <laughs> yeah. An- interesting fact, Mike, I don't think have you played it yet. I haven't played Homecoming yet. No, it's one of the one of the ones I'm missing still on my list. Very, very minor spoiler, but there is a there actually is an enemy type where you fight cult members and they're wearing the exact same suits in this move from the movie. Yeah, oh, like, like the minor suits? The minor, minor yeah. outfit. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, I am interested in Homecoming. I just haven't gotten around to it because I'm playing the rest of them. I can't wait to cover that. This you still got a bit. <laughs> this is one of my probably top three favorite video game movies. Okay. Well, I mean, the competition isn't really. <laughs> You know, well, like, what else are you going to say? Double Dragon? Uh, Pokemon. Detective Pikachu? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a movie. That was pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway. <laughs> but this was 06. I mean, so, at that time, I mean, this this was considered one of the, I, I feel like one of the best video game movies at the time. Oh, at the time, absolutely. I saw this in theaters. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I didn't. I I, <laughs> I rented this on Blockbuster and it got uh my cousin really into the to the series and I'm glad that that's what helped. Funny enough, uh, while watching this movie, uh, I took a picture to send her to show I was watching it, and at the exact same time I took a picture, she texted me, "Hey, what's the creature that follows Cheryl around in Silent Hill 3? And I remembered what it was. It's like Valtiel or something. And then I sent her a picture of the screen, and she's just like, "Oh, that's weird." I'm like, yeah, yeah, it really is. siblings kind of do the mind this is just one strange ass movie like it feels like it's trying to be the first Silent Hill but then it goes in such weird directions Hmm. man weird directions like that first that opening scene is also just disturbing where the girl runs off and like I also don't understand why they change her name to Sharon that I just calling her Cheryl like in the first game that you're mimicking it's the French okay I mean yeah, kind of. Like, I feel like we should talk about the director first. Sure. No, I don't know anything about him. But like, fucking okay. Christoph Gans is an interesting director. He's done a lot of really interesting things. Probably, I'd say his big, biggest, best movie, at least to people I talk to, is Brotherhood of the Wolf from two thousand one. Uh, that's a Pretty great movie about uh, some people coming to the new world. Oh, wait, no, to France to hunt a supposed werewolf. It's a very real legend. They made a movie out of it. It starred uh, Mark Dacascos from the um, Double Dragon movie and also <laughs> from Iron Chef. It was it was a really sumptuous, beautiful looking movie. And he basically used that to springboard into getting Silent Hill. They also have the Bloodborne hats on the cover. Yes, that it came out substantially before Bloodborne. I know, <laughs> but that's what it reminds me of. But he's he's done some really interesting movies, and by that I mean he's done uh, five. Mm-hmm. And he's doing Return to films. Silent Hill at some point. Uh, yeah, Return to Silent Hill is has been currently announced. Supposedly, uh, that's going to be based on Silent Hill Two. Uh-huh. So my question is, uh, fucking how? It's okay. 
The real the real question is is that it's not coming out anytime soon because of the writer's strike and the actor strike and the director strikes coming in the next week. Hey, if any studios are listening, pay your damn writers. Pay your goddamn writers and your actors <laughs> and your animation studios. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> pay the people that do work for you that allow you millions of dollars. You can listen to a podcast about old movies instead. Yeah, you know, I, I'm sure so many do listen to this with with because this also. Was it? The, yeah, this was. Was this kind of like a kickoff to to restart? Like, or was it Silent, the second movie where they're like, we're bringing a bunch of Silent Hill stuff back? Because I want to say it was this, and then Homecoming, and then like for like a year and a half, we got like the HD remakes, and then we got Downpour, and we got like something else. Yeah, like this was right around the time of a a Silent Hill like Renaissance type thing. Oh, origins. We also got origins, and I think yeah. it was this origins and shared, and shared memories. Yeah, like they all came out right around the same time because Konami woke from their slumber and was like, "Oh wait, we're a studio. We should do something." <laughs> yeah, they don't remember that anymore. Well, actually, they remember it now. It took it's, them a while. Okay. Okay. There's stuff coming in the pipeline. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this was I also like- written by Roger Avery. Now, Roger Avery. Uh, worked on a little movie in 1994 uh, with the director called Pulp Fiction. Um, he also uh, directed a movie called Killing Zoe, which is actually pretty good. But uh, Roger Avery wrote a lot of interesting movies. He wrote The Rules of Attraction, which was based on Brett Easton Ellis's book. Uh, that movie is absolutely fucked, uh, not in a good way. And uh, he wrote this. He wrote uh, Beowulf, that uh, CG animated movie with Neil Gaiman. That movie was bad. And <laughs> then in 2008, he was arrested under suspicion of manslaughter. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> it was vehicular based homicide. Does that mean he accidentally hit someone with a car? Uh, there was sure. under suspicion of manslaughter and possible DUI. He was charged with and pleaded not guilty to gross vehicular manslaughter and two felony counts of causing bodily injury while intoxicated. Uh, he did a year in work furlough. And five years of probation. Uh, he is back out now and doing a podcast with Quentin Tarantino. Don't drink and drive, kids. Don't drink and drive. Just yep. drink and sit at home and listen to games my mom found. Yes. <laughs> I'll take it. Why not? Or That's drink all I have to say games my mom found, but I didn't grab any beer. <laughs> also, this is one of the movies where you have Sean Bean as a character that I didn't know who his name was as a character until, like, Midway through this movie, when I finally, when they finally called him by his name, and I, it, it clicked. You know, had subtitles on. I did too. Either I wasn't paying enough attention, or I just, I just didn't know what his name was, or I just didn't care enough. Look, man, Harry. That's two syllables. <laughs> also, I, I, I couldn't get three. over like ever, ever. Well, now I sometimes pay attention to movies like their house. Like, God, is that a fucking expensive house? Yeah, yeah, they're. Uh, one one thing I, I watched this movie with my partner in the back uh, while we were watching TV, and one thing that we talk about numerous times in this movie is that they are white people rich because they have a big house and they adopt a child and they each have their own car and cell phones and they <laughs> run from a cop and don't get shot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, the definition. There's just some strange stuff. Like, I also got to give credit, whoever that actress was that plays Alessa and Sharon, she does a good job. Oh, you mean Jodell Furland? Yes. 
She's a good child actor. Was she a child actor at this time? Even? Yeah. I'm assuming. She does a yeah, good job. She was. She was a child actor. She also was in a lot of other movies, like Cabin in the Woods. Who Who is she in Cabin in the Woods? She's a little zombie girl. Oh. oh. Patience Buck. I was like, there aren't any kids really in that, except for that one. So yeah. I would imagine. I thought you were going to say she was a main character. Because there's, there's a couple. It's a bit of time uh, in this movie. So. Yeah, no, she's, she's done a lot of stuff. Mostly horror sci-fi type things. Yeah, she but, did a few mm-hmm. movies even before, even before Silent Hill. So yeah, no, she oh, does, yeah. does such a good job. Like there's one part when she's on fire, and it's like that's some good acting for a child actor. Oh yeah, I know it's not mm-hmm. literally on fire, but still, like she does a good job. Like, and she played three parts in this movie. I'm still upset because she had to be Sharon, she had to be Alessa, and then she had to be Dark Alessa, who is completely different and terrifying. And may not even be Alyssa at all. Right. Maybe some demon wearing the form of Alyssa. That's how I took it this time. I took it that that's a demon. There, There's a lot of mix-up fuckery in this movie. And this... The, I, I do hold this movie very close to my heart. But it also really gives a lot of people... What is it? Mandela effect? Because you think... Whenever you're replaying the games, you think you're, you, you think you're thinking of the game, but you're remembering the movie... Or you're watching the movie and you think of something, but you remember, no, that's actually from the game. So it's pretty bad. Agreed. Well, just like there's there's a lot of connection. Like when she first gets to Silent Hill, I mean, that's a straight up connection from the games. Like the whole way she gets to the car accident. You know, the, the fact that it's snowing. Except it's, it's ash. Not, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many connections to Silent Hill 1. I don't understand why they didn't just do a straight adaptation of 1. I'm fine with them. There's enough changed in this movie to where you can go like, oh, the movie's really good. I should go play the first game. And you won't know what's happening in the first game along with, uh, you know, because so you can basically play them together and have two different experiences as to just being like, oh, I watched the movie. Now to play the game, oh, I know who the twist is and the villain is and everything. Ooh, I don't want to talk about that yet, but we're going to get there. Yeah, Ooh, we'll, we'll get there because <laughs> I'm fucking heated. There are some <laughs> issues I have with this movie, and there's also some weird, like, like there's 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 some things they try to fix that don't make sense, and then there's other things that I kind of do like more about this than in the move in the game. But one of the things I think is perfectly fine is them changing Harry to a woman. It's fine. I don't like. Yeah, okay, I don't like the reasons. I don't like the reasons either. And if you if you if I think what I think I think you're thinking, it's exactly why. Oh, I don't know the reason. I'm just gonna before you, depending on whatever you are gonna drop on me. I don't know any of the reasons. I just like the woman as a main character. So I brought this up um, either during the Silent Hill episode or afterwards when we we're talking about covering the movie uh, that Christoph Gans made the decision to change it from a man to a woman because it looking for your daughter is more feminine. Oh, I re- yeah, I remember you said that. So yeah. is he not a parent? Because I've lost my son before and I was looking for my son. I go, oh, that's a woman's job. And you leave him like, no, I wouldn't go find him like. See, yeah, well, you know, that's how they do in yeah. France, I guess. I I feel like I feel like sometimes people are up their own ass because I feel like that's a reasoning. But there's like a whole other decent reason as to why it's a woman. And it might be a thing where someone else wrote that in the movie because it made more sense. But we'll get to that once we get to the end of the movie. I mean, I'm Ugh. fine just because one, she's a good actress. She does a good job in this. And I guess I don't know how to say it. Like, I like seeing a female main character versus, you know, versus a male main character, I guess, in this. So, yeah, I don't like, know. I will say that is good. Um, the whole reason that Sean Bean 
and uh, Kim Coates' character, the sheriff, are in there was because the studio said, wait a minute, there's no dudes. Add more dudes. You don't need. I'm not kidding. I believe it. You don't need Sean Bean in this movie. You do, because you don't have Silent Hill Revelation without him. Oh, I haven't seen Revelation, so. <laughs> God, I, I, don't, I can't. <laughs> I really can't wait for us to cover that movie. I also want to know what part uh, Mike's wife left during this movie because I really yeah, <laughs> really yeah, right we'll, we'll she saw this actually one. She saw this in 2019. If I remember correctly, I did not check this. I am 95 percent positive she was on that episode <laughs> when we covered that movie back with the with the old with the original cast, and she just was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I don't need to watch it again. I'm going to watch RuPaul in bed." So that's what she went and did. <laughs> so, she just had no interest. I I kind of think she even sat down with me at first. Yeah, no, she's like. Yeah, no, she sat down at first, was started to watch the movie with me, and then she had me get her tablet set up. Once her tablet set up, she's like, fuck this, I'm done. And she likes horror movies. Like, she's a big fan of horror movies. She's like, no, nah, I don't want to see this crap again. If, if you're listening, I'm disappointed. <laughs> she won't be listening. Ken, do you own this movie? I do. Oh, I can believe that. What about you, Chelsea? I'm pretty sure I do. I'd have to, like, dig out my DVDs, but I'm pretty sure I still have it. How'd you watch this 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 time? Did you run it on YouTube or something? I didn't get a chance. I really wanted to rewatch it before this so I can be like fresh for it. But it, again, it's not like I haven't seen it a million times, but I just I didn't I ran out of time. I didn't have a chance to watch it. Oh, yeah. You didn't miss anything. It's OK. <laughs> but you're also more into horror movies than I am. Yeah. I don't like horror movies. I love horror movies. But here we are. It's October. So, you know, I, every year I go through this, I suffer. So <laughs> you're suffering for art, though. Yes, I just don't. I just can't get into horror. I've just never been a fan of horror movies. So, hmm. I watch them. I mean, I'm trying to check them off my list just because I feel like I should watch certain horror movies and I should watch certain movies just because. Doesn't mean I'm going to enjoy them, but I watch them. I won't go see them in theaters though. My wife tried to get me to go see The Nun when that was out in theaters. We were up in Duluth, Minnesota, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." <laughs> you didn't miss anything. No, I didn't think so. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to a theater." In a in a freaking town that I'm already not that comfortable with, in the middle of like, yeah, no, I'm good. Right across from a haunted boat with a theater. So, oh hell not, yeah, you I wanted to go in the haunted boat, but the boat was closed. You had to come during certain times. Nah, it's okay. Uh, we kind of stopped watching horror movies in theaters just because people tend to get either annoying or the seats are uncomfortable. We saw Scream Five in theaters when it came out, but the seats were really really uncomfortable. That was an okay time, but I very specifically us seeing, I think it was Oculus. Mm. Ooh, that's a that's a freaky movie. And there were like five teenagers behind us who would not shut the fuck up for like the last hour of the movie. And I had to like keep my husband from like turning around and like screaming at them. <laughs> because they were being really annoying. I've seen Oculus once. For a guy who doesn't like horror movies, I my wife and the girl I dated before both loved horror movies, so I don't know. I but I, I did see that movie unfortunately, and I don't want to watch it ever again. It's so good. <laughs> but like this I don't know Silent Hill 1 was this movie just kind of like there's a couple things that threw me off like I kind of understand a little bit more of what's happening now because I've seen this movie once before and I played more of the games so I had a better understanding of like how she enters when she goes to Silent Hill she enters another dimension essentially and all these people are trapped that she runs into in a different dimension than the real world they're not just trapped in the town and the fact that there's like there's the there's the Silent Hill world they're in, then there's the darkness of the same world they're in that comes, and then then there's the real world. Like it's just a very strange thing to me. Normally, I always feel like in Silent Hill games they just go to Silent Hill and the whole town is just fucked up. I have a theory about. Is that. it about bunnies? No. Is it witches? But witches are good and looking loving, and I'll be over here. I 
Do not quote the Joss Whedon to me. I was there when it first aired. <laughs> Buffy, it's a Buffy joke. I've never but seen I couldn't Buffy. remember Jack's Waldo word. So. <sighs> yes, what were you going to say? <laughs> anyway, my theory is that, yes, it is another dimension, but there is one person in the town who straddles dimension. <laughs> and I use that word very intentionally because this movie is horny. <laughs> I didn't really get that. Really? No. The nurses. The oh, that's, that's normal, whole, typical Silent Hill horny, though. No, like <laughs> that's specific horny. That's James Sunderland horny. That's Here why it bothers me if they're in here because they shouldn't is be. But, James yeah. Sunderland horny. None of those should be here. So, like, ooh, mm. I, I have, I have, I have, a re- I think I have the reason as to why they did that, and I understand it completely. It's this is the same thing as every other video game movie ever. The the main thing that I can think of that backs up this movie is the horrible cliffhanger ending for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not the new one, the live action one. <laughs> and it's one thing where when you make a movie, you throw all your eggs in the one basket. So of course you're gonna have a movie that's got I mean, you have you have the children, which I'm surprised aren't in this movie more. I feel like yeah. they, I feel like they had a really missed opportunity to put those things in this movie more, and I don't know why. You need, then you have the straight jacket monster, which probably is my favorite normal Silent Hill monster. You have an original monster that we'll probably get into later. And then you have what I refer to as Metal Pyramid Head. Mm. And I'm I'm fine with him being in the movie because he is very much not James's Pyramid Head. He has a different sword, and he has a different helmet, which... It technically does make him different from from James's Pyramid Head. Okay, very technically, but the whole thing about Pyramid Head is that he is a physical manifestation of James's guilt. I'm not going to go into why James feels guilty. We'll cover that later. <laughs> but it's very much a James thing. And the fact that everyone, every, like, other movie, game, media, anything throws Pyramid Head in there. I'm sorry, Red Pyramid. Is that the official name? Is that what we're going with now? I don't fucking know. But it can be whatever you want it to be. Just <laughs> the fact that they all throw Pyramid Head in there, I think, continues to dilute Silent Hill 2 and the very pointed imagery and message from that game. I'm fine with it being in the movies. Only because when you make a movie, you ha- you have to throw like you have to throw things in there. It's like the same concept of you know we watch the second Resident Evil movie. You cannot have Nemesis in that movie, and it will still be the same fucking movie. Fan service. Yeah, it's just fan service. It's all you gotta think of it. Do they deserve to be in the other games? Fuck no. And I hate that the fact that the other games put Pyramid Head in the in them. And I believe that that's actually a complete disservice, specifically because the games to an extent, are supposed to all take place in the same universe. What games have Pyramid Head in it besides two? Homecoming. Homecoming has it in it for like two scenes for no reason. And then it's also an ending that sucks. Okay. I haven't played Homecoming and I don't really want to. And Pyramid Head is in Downcoming where he cuts the birthday cake at the end during the joke ending. I don't fucking know why he's in it. You mean Downpour? I said Downcoming. Same fucking thing. (laughs) Downcoming. That's a completely different thing. (laughs) (laughs) but no like this there's a lot of sexual imagery in this movie pyramid head got butt cheeks yeah pyramid head yeah (laughs) 
Let's talk to a resident cheeks expert here. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out, 10 out of 10? Yeah. I didn't even notice. But then again, I was also looking at my phone during parts His of the His whole bare ass is out. <laughs> didn't <laughs> notice it. <laughs> that's funny, though. All right. So th- that's going to be the stamp for this for this podcast. Tyrant Cheeks approves. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, they just have just a naked asses in there. Like, okay. You know, you are making me think now more about this movie. Like, yeah, you're right. This is kind of a horny horror movie because there are things that happen in this movie later on that I don't want to go yet. But yeah, I kind of fit with that. Yeah. So like, okay, if you don't know anything about Silent Hill, this movie will have you scratching your head a little bit. (laughs) If you know something about Silent Hill, this movie will have you scratching your head a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, it's meant to be, I feel like, well, this movie, in my opinion, is highly directed to people that ha- that don't know what Silent Hill is. If they were just taking the name, we'll make a movie. I mean, this is also when video game movies are known for being terrible. I mean, I think they still are known for being terrible, but, you know, we're starting to get away from that curse. But, like, that's kind of what it was going for. It was meant, you know, it wasn't meant to be this, like, you know, we're going to take a franchise, we're going to take something known, and we're just going to do our own thing with it. That's how I take it, kind of. Yeah, I mean, sure, but, like... Okay, we should probably do a plot rundown, like a real quick one. So we wake, we start the movie off with the one thing where you shouldn't do, where you should, if you know you have a child who sleepwalks, you should have at least three fucking locks on every door in your house. It's not hard to have locks that a kid couldn't open if you're in a situation like that. Or rich. They're not rich. What do you think? They're rich. rich. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Even with me, my son, when, when, when he was little, I mean, he was old enough to open doors and everything, but he was autistic, and we were always worried he was going to run out the door, so we had, you know, locks in the door. They couldn't open it. Yeah. Also like, have keys. Then again, if, if you if you really want to play that by ear, too, she is also a supernatural child, so I wouldn't imagine if it's like, God damn, that's the five locks that require keys, and she just somehow manages to get these goddamn things open. Yeah, but the fact they're like, oh, she sleepswalks. I mean, and you live not that far away from a fucking cliff. Like, maybe you should, you know, <laughs> build your million-dollar mansion somewhere else. Like, yeah, but the view, Mike, the view. Because <laughs> it doesn't look like she had to walk that far from the point where she gets out of her house and ends up at this pit. Well, she like, it doesn't look like it was highway. that far away. Like, crossing the highway while you're sleepwalking, that's that's pretty fucking baller. <laughs> like, respect. Massive. I mean, I think it's funny how... Rose goes underneath it, and Sean Bean's character has to go over where the cars are. Yeah, like there's obviously a tunnel. Just go through the fucking tunnel, buddy. Like, well, well, he's he's the man, so the man has to deal directly with danger. There's also a cross across from the pit, and the pit is still on fire for some reason. Ooh. Ooh. And I guess in the background of that tunnel she runs through, the name Cheryl is spray painted on the wall. Yeah, I guess that's what YouTube told me. <laughs> now it is. I don't Again, know that kind of, Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But remember when I was watching this, oh, yeah, I started watching this like at, right after we got done with our Silent Hill episode. And the quote that I remember texting the group chat was, what the fuck? I came here for spooky ookums and instead I get a mother's love. <laughs> okay. And like that's, that's how this movie starts. Like, that's the only reason that they're going to Silent Hill. It's not a vacation like <laughs> Cheryl and Harry did. It's not, you know, something's drawing me there. I have to go. My wife sent me a letter and said I had to meet her. It's my daughter screamed it while she was sleepwalking. So we're going to go. Also, 
uh, weird point that my husband pointed out. Uh, the uh, Silent Hill in this movie is in West Virginia. Take me mm. home. <laughs> uh, and the original Silent Hill game takes place in Maine. Yeah, close enough. Well, it, it's because they they base the town off. They base Silent Hill off a town in West Virginia that actually does still have coal burning underneath it. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's actually Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah, Centralia. Movie can't get shit. Right. <laughs> no, no, we can't. But to be fair, West Virginia is fucking weird. No <laughs> offense there, to but I can any West Virginian listeners. I'm sure your state is lovely, but the people that I've met there are weird. I can believe that 100%. So they go take a road trip to Silent Hill. Police officer pulls her over. Oh, it's Sybil. Hey, Lori Holden looking good as hell <laughs> with the I, short hair. I love I, I love Sybil in this movie. I love the actors that play Sybil in this movie. Mm-hmm. Rewatching this movie for like the 12th time. Sybil's an awful fucking cop in this movie. Oh, yeah. Straight up. For <laughs> Uh, like how she just like at the gas station like hmm, these are suspicious i'm gonna go pull them over later to now to to her to her knowledge she wa- she is getting off her bike and there is a child screaming and it i don't remember exactly what she's sc- oh she's screaming that it wasn't her so it sounds weird and then you walk over which but that's also bad police work too to go huh this kids child scream a lot yeah but but also, huh, this child's hair is brown and the mother's is blonde. They could possibly not be related. Hmm. But I do think that there is the it is established that uh, Sean Bean is a douche in this movie just a little bit because he cuts off the cards. So <laughs> yeah. I I do think that he does report the van is stolen as well. OK, that That's that could make sense. But there's no line in the movie saying something of that nature. She like, she she writes down their their their. Uh, when they're driving away, she's writing down their license plate number. License plate number, yeah. And that's the only reason why I could think of is why she pulls them over. And, you know, movies don't need to explain everything. They don't. But that's a little throwaway line like, hey, I see that van into the radio. Done. Look at how yeah. easy I fix that, guys. <laughs> it's, just, <sighs> yeah, no, you are right. No, she looks good in this movie. Uh, I, I, I've only really seen her in well, Walking Dead season one. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think she is. She, does she make it to season two or three? According to Wikipedia, she's in like 33 episodes, one through three, and then showed up again in 10 and 11. What, oh. what character is that? Andrea Harrison. She dies. Oh. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody else in that damn show. Yeah, but she's she's got a pretty big, pretty big history of roles. Uh, most recently, she was Crimson Countess on The Boys. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Never watched oh, that. Yeah. I mean, I watched it for a couple episodes and I, I could not do it. Uh, it was great. I'm not a big fan. And this was a good role for her. Like, she she really got to stretch in this role. Um, Rada Mitchell plays uh, Rose Da Silva. I would like to also point out that Da Silva, none of, like, Rada Mitchell, Sean Bean, they don't look terribly Spanish or Mediterranean at all. Are they supposed to be? With a name like Da Silva, you'd expect oh, good it. Point. <laughs> Didn't, didn't even click or he make me think anything. I was like, okay, cool. You know who Sean Bean looks like? He looks like a guy that could have the last name of, I don't know, Mason. We can't be too close to the first movie. Remember, video game movies are cursed. At this time. <sighs> Only when you make them cursed. It wasn't you bulls fault for making bad movies. It was this bad context that he had to work with. I mean, come on Look, now. You know what? Don't even get me started on Uva Bowl because I will defend him until I die. 
Have you um, seen House of the Dead in Lone Yeah, Dead? I've drank with him, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had this conversation before. We've here. hung out. <laughs> I watched Postal with him. <laughs> I, I can't really say much. I haven't seen those movies in a very long time, and I was only They're had bad. him on for one reason. So Straight up, the House of the Dead was not great. Even he says so. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't watch that. I had it on DVD at one time, but it's gone now. I, like, throw this crap away. So... Officer Sybil chases them. They end up in Silent Hill. Sharon goes missing. Sharon. It's I I almost said Cheryl. It really should just be. I don't know why they changed it. The French. Yeah. Mm. Fucking French. Oh, so we also we also have my favorite uh, thing in this movie where uh, this movie does take place in 2006. I, I very much specifically uh, listen to them talk about time and stuff. And I'm going to be annoyed about it later on in this movie. But uh, my favorite part is where she goes back into her car and grabs her Nokia phone and puts it on her neck strap around her neck. Oh, I have that phone. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't use it anymore, obviously, but I I do still have it. Hey, you be I I can tell you for a fact people still use phones that aren't smartphones. I unfortunately know this for a fact because of my job. So can't say that. Look, there's nothing wrong with not using a smartphone. There's everything wrong with that Nokia, though. You could, that was good for bludgeoning somebody to death, and that's about it. The cell calls were not great out of those things. Not in this movie either. She can't get any signal. Well, that's because of Silent Hill, not because of AT&T. I know. She's in a different dimension. But my guess is there probably weren't any antennas around there anyway, because you're in a town that's abandoned. Yeah, probably. I mean, I've driven up northern Wisconsin, kind of. I've been in northern Minnesota. There ain't much of a signal out there. And I've been in New Mexico, the middle, you know, driving towards Roswell, and there was nothing. Back then, we had we had roaming. Roaming. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> roaming. Oh, you want to pay $10 for this call? Click one for yes. I used to be in roaming when I went into my living room. That's how <laughs> crappy my network was. That sounds like ass. <laughs> Thanks, Singular. <laughs> oh, that's a throwback. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that little orange thing in their commercials? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like a weird, I don't know. I had I had Sprint back then. <sighs> Show off. <laughs> so I think once they get to Silent Hill, the movie at least looks really good. The, uh, the scene of uh, Rose chasing Sharon through like the town and it doing a shot for shot of like the cameras like doing different angles is just yes. really great yeah. like cinematography that was really cool i i will give it that uh nobody looked in a doghouse for anything <laughs> so you know i mean i i like how they do reenact like the beginning the opening of sound hill one where she ends up kind of like starting to travel to the dark world and gets chased by the great children yeah i did like that also the guy on the fence is alive that was pretty weird oh <laughs> That's I. That is one of the singular creepiest images out of this film. Just that staring eye. Ooh, that that was one of the the miners, right? The guys that wear the mining suits. Yeah. Okay. Like it was mm, for better or worse, the transition between regular Silent Hill and the Dark World was pretty cool. So cool that the game started using it as well. Yeah, that that's very yeah, much. That's true. It's very much featured in the uh, Homecoming game. So let me get this straight. They made a video game movie that was based on a video game, but then they made a video game that had stuff from the video game movie that was based on a video game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they talk about Street Fighter like, the movie, the game based on the series Street Fighter the game. It also is a game based on the movie that's based on the game. I fucking love Street Fighter the movie, the game. <laughs> <laughs> they what did they, they got the guy that plays Shinnok in the Mortal Kombat movie to play Shinnok in the Mortal Kombat game. So I mean, well, I mean that's pretty great. Fair. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. You guys are getting me more curious about Homecoming. I don't really want to play it, but you're getting me more curious. Now you're gonna play it. You're I will. I agree. It? But you're gonna play it. And you're gonna like it. I don't know about that part, but I will play it and beat it. I can tell you that much. I'll tell you right now, I've never played it either, Mike, so this is going to be a first time for me and you, bud. Well, it's not on this year, because we're doing Shatter Memories this year. Ooh. Because I'd rather play that, and so that was able to keep me busy. Chelsea, Chelsea, have you played Homecoming? Yes. Like, what? one one to five, what's your score? You know what? I actually really like it. Yeah, it's a solid three. I like it better than Downpour. That's also fair. Downcoming is a great game. <laughs> Downcoming. Is it because it has corn? Oh, yeah. It, okay. So what? It also has a score by Daniel Licht from Dexter. <laughs> the so. score in this movie wasn't bad either. No, Didn't they use stuff from the game? In this yes, movie? they did. Okay. I was like, some of the stuff sounded familiar. I was like, okay, like this is and all of it. With the exception of the Johnny Cash song was from the game. That. that Johnny Cash song worked though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That worked. Did that when she first wakes up in wherever the diner, wherever the hell she's at? Yep. Yep. Was it well, Ring of Fire, right? Yeah. If it, it worked, I was like, okay, that's good. That's good, guys. You know, Ring of Fire. I'm like, yep. Terrible singing. But yes, yeah, on my part. But no, that was like, okay, this, this, I, I approved of. I like when movies have music in that just fits right and that fit right. You don't always know it right away. You don't if you don't know what the hell she's getting herself into. But I'm like, this works. Yeah. New Super Mario Bros. movie. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. <laughs> I need to I need to remedy that, but it's going to be on Peacock uh, beginning of next month. I don't have Peacock, unfortunately. I have everything else. It feels like not Peacock. Nor do I want another streaming series. <laughs> there, that's why I don't have Paramount Plus. I have I have Paramount. I have almost everything else, but not. So my wife lied to me. So we're going to watch Star Trek. And then she found RuPaul, and then everyone Star Trek. Hmm. But okay, I mean the music was good. I enjoyed hearing you know the Sound Hill stuff and like. It's just, but God, like that whole scene to go back to what I was saying before, like where she's being chased by the great children. It's, it's a bit like, like you're right. The guy that's missing half his body is still alive. Like all of that was just freaky as hell. It was yeah. good. So this begs the question, God, was this actually scary? Yeah. I, yeah. Because Chelsea, what do you think? Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you. Because I remember seeing this when it opened. In 2006, I was the tender age of old enough to drink. And so you're in Wisconsin, so 16, right? Yeah. That's about accurate for Wisconsin, right? Try a decade later, but whatever. (laughs) I remember watching this and being like, man, I wish that was scarier. There are creepy things in here, but I don't think it's scary, scary. I think it could have been scary, scary, but it wasn't. But that's again, that's that's my opinion. Mileage may vary, probably will. I've seen so many horror movies by now that it takes something special to scare me. To be fair, when this came out, I was like, well, oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> so so it, it spooked me. I mean, it, it kind of spooked me a bit last night. and I'm 34, so 
I don't like horror movies. Yeah, we don't. It like didn't scare either. me. It didn't make me like. But okay, it, when I was trying to eat wings because I had Domino's wings, I didn't want to eat while this movie was on. I'm like, nope, I can't eat right now. I'm just gonna wait till later because this movie is bo- like it was bothering me enough for that. I think that was the Domino's wings. <laughs> hey, the Domino's wings are good, man. So the Domino's pizza I ordered, but the fucking like. I, Cause, okay, I was eating near the end when he got to the barbed wire part, and I'm like, we're going to put this food down right now, and I know oh, it's coming, so we're done. Yeah, okay, like, no eating fair. right now. No eating. That's fair. That's fair. That, but also, that's... earlier, like, even when, when the people got eaten by the bugs, when they when the movie thought it was the mummy, I had to put down I had to put down my food there, too. You mean 1999 cinematic masterpiece, The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser? Uh, hey, that's what, isn't that what you thought of, too, when they got eaten by the bugs? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what goes to my mind every time. No, my, my favorite part is, we were watch- I was watching a movie with my partner, and the, the it's the part where Rose gets swarmed by the children. And uh, my husband's like, I would kick the shit out of those children. And I go, yeah, I'd probably kick the shit out of them, too. And he goes, those look like monsters to you? And I told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're creepy. I mean, I know they're, you know, a reference of what's in the first in the first game. I mean, they just don't have knives. What's the first game had knives? Oh, Did they have knives? I thought they had knives. I mean, if you listen to our... The, the old ass episode, episode two of this podcast, which I don't recommend. I we called them knife babies for yeah, a whole they bit. They did have knives in the game. Okay, which I had forgotten about that joke, but Tiff reminded me last night. Oh. She, she was still around for the great children. She didn't get up and walk away yet. Oh my god! I forgot what made her to say, "Fuck it, I'm done with this movie." But it's probably the part where uh, we're coming up where Rose. Well, I keep trying to say Cheryl. I don't know why I keep trying to say Cheryl, but because that's uh, what Rose, it should be. Yeah, no, no, it's supposed to be Harry. But uh, Rose wakes up and she runs and decides to try to run out of town. But then we find out that uh, her parents got mad and took away the entire half of the fucking town. And it's just just cleaved perfectly. Well, I mean, the game was, too. Yeah. Well, uh, we see a little bit later on whenever. What is it? Sybil tries arresting her. You even see where like even the mountains are like cut in half, which technically you don't get a look at mountains in this game. But it's a pretty cool detail. Pyramid head sword, baby. That's how it yeah. works. But we're uh, we're introduced to a uh, mysterious mysterious woman who looks like she hasn't bathed in like three years. <laughs> Yo, you better keep that nonsense out of your mouth. Dahlia can get it. Well, yeah, Dahlia can get it. <laughs> she's way more attractive than she should be, and she like, yeah, they make her. They're trying to make her look like, oh, you know, this is this you know old woman that like you know been here for thirty years. She, like, yeah, no, she's way hotter than that. Like, does not work. Yeah. Okay, so Dahlia is played by Deborah Kara Unger, who I had a very complicated young crush on <laughs> because she was in a uh, a movie directed by oh god who was that was a Cronenberg yeah David Cronenberg's Crash. Now you want to talk about a horny movie? That movie is horny. <laughs> <laughs> and for like a long time, she was just in a bunch of really interesting weird movies oh, and she was in white noise yeah that movie which, terrified me by the way for a long time white noise is a great fucking movie that's a creepy ass fucking movie I, after that movie i never left tvs on and never will again like that nope do not like that is that like michael keaton yeah yeah that movie bothered me when i watched it like she's she's done some great amazing movies and i had very complex feelings for her in uh, several movies um <laughs> Starting at roughly around the age of 16. So when I saw her show up like 10 years later in this, I was like, oh, no, it's still there. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it was just I was just thinking about like when you know they try to make her look ugly. It's like yeah, she don't look ugly, guys. Like you don't look old either. Like she didn't, you didn't age her very much here. Like when you see her in the younger version of her than the older version, I'm like there ain't that much different. All right, put a wig so on her. I got a couple things here. First off, Dahlia is the character that I'm convinced lives in the real world and the other dimension. Because unlike everybody else in this goddamn movie that we see, Dahlia is the only one that has aged. I I want to back you up that back it up on you on something else that bothered me in this movie, and I'm really excited to bring it up. All right, go for it because I I bet it might be the same thing I want to scream about. So uh, later on in this movie, which is why I very cl- I I think it's weird to have you you find out later in the movie that there's a there is a 30 year gap in the movie, which I think is a weird choice. Did they ever say why that they decided to make it 30 years or anything? Cause I don't even think in the, I don't even think in the game, it says that they've been doing that for 30 years. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Cause the, the whole point of one is supposed to be that there's no real, you're not supposed to know what, what year it is in Harry's time. Like they very specifically like don't use anything even from modern times in, in the, in the game, like Harry doesn't make reference to anything or anything like that. But it's whenever you see, which what we're now told is Detective Gucci when he, when he talks about being the cop that saved Cheryl from being burned alive. Why hasn't he aged in 30 years? Oh, and my husband brings up that he thinks that he is stuck in time. And that is his curse is that he's never allowed to age. And they're all kind of maybe stuck in time then. Except for Dahlia. Yeah, because D- Dahlia is the only one who has aged. Yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that, but I didn't think about, like, yeah, all the cultists and everything, they're probably this, like, the, the main woman you can tell is the same age, or, you know, looks kind of the same. Yeah. Christabella. About it. Christabella, a new character for this movie, played, of course, by the transcendent Alice Kirk, who was so good in Star Trek First Contact as the Borg Queen, who was oh. so good in the movie Ghost Story. Like, she's just so, so good. And I'm really glad she was in here to make the movie classier than it needed to be. (laughs) One part that creeped me out, which is like, I didn't really completely understand the part where you have the miners are are trying to go after Rose in the school. And the little canary starts freaking the fuck out, which, again, I I like the reference of it. You know, they're wearing mining suits and that's what coal miners had was a canary. The canary died. You got to get the fuck out of there. Mm. But like they don't get very far where they get eaten by beetles. Like you think they would have had enough notice to like, okay, we gotta go, and they're like, nah, we're you know, we're just gonna die here. They're it's rapid onset Mike. darkness. What's the what? The roaches, Mike, and not beetles. The roaches. Oh, okay. And I said it's rapid onset darkness because it gets worse because Sharon's in town now. Oh, okay. That's I'll never that. explained. That's just my theory. No, that would make sense. Is this the one part where like the siren goes off and they have they have plenty of time to run the fuck to the church before the darkness comes? Yeah. Now. Can we talk about the part that made me furious? Yes. Sure. <laughs> Let's talk about Dahlia. Let's talk about how this movie had the balls, the gumption, the absolute temerity to make Dahlia a sympathetic fucking character. I'm fine with it. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's completely fair. Like they invented Christabella to essentially play the role of Dahlia. That's true. I have another question that we're going to have to bring up during the second movie, but we're going to ignore that. Just remember that I have that at some point. (laughs) Okay. Like why Dahlia was the problem. Like one of the problems. Yeah. I found it weird that they tried to make like, she didn't know what was going to happen. And she gave into peer pressure. Like you didn't give into peer pressure when you're 
have letting your child be burned alive. It's a little different there. Yeah, I think I gave... it's I think it's because of the whole theme of of the rest of the movie, right? Is a, a mother's love. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but like if they would have played it right with Dahlia, that would have been a great conflict between Rose's mother's love and Dahlia's perversion of the mother's love. Like that would have been a great conflict to have in this movie. That's true. But, but no, her fucking aunt burned her. No, they're not related. Christabella is Dahlia's sister. Are they? Yeah. Uh, where'd you get that from? The movie. Oh. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> That's well, weird. Si- si- since we're on that subject, I'd actually like to uh, back up with what Chelsea said. I actually am fine with I'm fine with uh, Claudia not being the villain and being kind of like not really the sympathetic, but being like a what what goes wrong because the uh, which is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie where Rose is leaving and she says, you know, I forgot what Dahlia says, but she says something. She says on the lines of uh, mother is God in the eyes of a child. And it goes into with uh, what I believe is the reasoning as to why part of the the theory of, well, is it really a demon or is it also Alyssa's darkness? Is that when Alyssa sees her mother giving up, she basically sees that her basically was essentially her God giving up on her, which thus puts her into a darkness spiral. Fair, but I think that could have been more exaggerated if it was the mother who actually tried to kill her. Because yeah. I'll tell you what, if, if God tries to kill me, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> me looking up at a big magnifying glass like, God damn it. just shaking my fist at every clod i can and screaming at the sky oh that'd be good times good times there there's also a little bit of uh back evidence of them being the family being really rich rich too i guess we'll go back into the kind of like the the linearness of the movie uh whenever he's trying to get info on silent hill he gets info from a garage mechanic and he's like tell me where silent hill is and he's like i really don't want to and he shakes like his money clip at him because I, as, as a normal man, have a normal wallet. I don't know what man has a money clip <laughs> except for except for the rich man, the rich man and the person who wants to avoid being kidnapped. <laughs> because as John Mulaney said, you keep a money clip, you throw it to distract him and then you run. You keep a money clip with like a 20 and like a bunch of Monopoly money on it. So I think there's yeah. more in there. Yeah. OK, that's fair. But no, <laughs> no, they're. That the De Silva family is it's not quite Oprah rich, but you know they got they got some cash. Well, both of them work for a living, probably. Probably. Good job. And by work, I, they probably don't earn the money that they get. Let's be honest. What do you mean? Like you know, they probably do something that they get paid much more than they should for. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Maybe, I mean that's maybe. how it works. With you get hooked up in jobs. I've got to love failing upwards. Maybe. maybe. Maybe he like designs houses and he designed the really weird house that they're in. I don't fucking know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I think you're overthinking the movie more than the movie thought. No, I'm thinking of a uh, heavy rain. Oh, they're, like, they're really rich in that movie and uh, they're rich because he designs houses, which doesn't make sense. But OK, Fair. architects can make a good amount of money. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I believe it. Like when I was a just a kitchen designer. I was a kitchen designer for eight years. I made pretty good money and I just designed them like I didn't actually build them. So theoretically, yeah. (laughs) All right. I also 
do not like the fact that they intimate that Alessa was raped by the janitor. Yeah, oh, that's unnecessary. Are we going there? We're going to go there. Yeah, we can We're go there. Fucking, I mean, just... Let's fucking go there. This poor girl got the shit kicked out of her her entire and it, life. And it's all because, like, I guess, uh, not, not Alyssa, uh, I guess because Claudia had a one night stand with some guy. They don't yeah. really explain it very well. Yeah. It was the mitochondria that got her pregnant and produced this baby. Get the fuck out of here. No all right, I'll go. <laughs> God, I really need to play Parasite Eve. <laughs> it's a combination joke. But yes, look, midichlorians is the word I should have used. Yeah. I like, mean, I think it's supposed to be she got pregnant by the devil kind of thing. I know. Think. Well, they don't they don't really go there. Well, no, it's like basically. Yeah, she just had a kid out of wedlock. Yeah. And it, it's basically them saying that it's sinful for you to have a baby out of wedlock. And yeah, like and that's that, really that, what it was. I thought it yeah. was more like. They thought she had sex with the with devil. The devil. No, she just had sex with some dude. Well, the the kids think that she that the that she had sex with the devil because they go to a you know fake Christian church because obviously they believe in the god Samael and all that other stuff. But <laughs> yeah, that that's why they're in the scene wherever they're talking. Uh, Christabella. Yeah. Uh, is like tell us who the father is because instead of instead of killing the kid, they were actually going to go kill the husband for you know, having a one night stand, but they, she didn't want to say who it was. So they're like, fuck it. You don't want to tell us who the dad is. Then we're going to burn your kid alive because it's still a sin. Wow. That's more fucked up than I thought they were going for. Yeah, no, it's pretty fucked up. I really thought it was just like, kind of like with, you know, with the game where it's like, you know, she's essentially a, a, you know, a demon or a, or a way to bring the demon into bring the devil to life. One in the game, what the game is in the game. I have a belief that it actually is, uh, what we said, and it's uh, Claudia had a one night stand, and she doesn't want to admit it. So she's like, "Oh, the the baby's from God, and and you we should sacrifice her to to bring in the devil or their God. I don't know. The sign of is fucking weird. <laughs> you leave Walter out of this. <laughs> <laughs> my, I love you, mom. Room. <laughs> <sighs> That's my boy. You're talking about. You're a good mom. Living room. Oh, I love you. I love your way you cool me down with your air conditioner. Oh, and kitchen mom. Oh, you're such a great. You feed me every day. Kitchen mom coming <laughs> through with the sunny D, baby. Oh, that's stuff. Fucking. It's a good game. <laughs> so. there, there, there's also another scene which going down the line. I, re- I, I really like the scene where they decide to go with uh, Sean Bean. And his name's not Christopher. I'm going to call him Sean Bean throughout this entire goddamn fucking I mean, that's what podcast. I called him throughout the entire watching of this movie last night, so. Yeah, it's fair. Um, I do like the scene where they're going to the town and uh, Rose is running and he's like, they kind of clip her running by and he's like, oh, I can smell her perfume. I think that, that part's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I did like that. I, I like that too. And where the, and now it makes more sense when the guy's like, yeah, we, get out of here now. Put your mask back on. Put your mask back on. And You're too high, buddy. You gotta get out of here. And I mean, just thinking of 2023 or, you know, if I were watching now, I'm like, that's, yeah, that's relevant. That's how it was in 2020. Put your, put your mask back on, asshole. <laughs> so... <sighs> I don't know. That's what I thought <laughs> when I saw it. I'm like, okay. But now, I mean, I'm thinking about more like the fact that, you know, maybe he knew kind of like what you guys brought up, but like he hasn't aged. So he's aware of what, you know, of what's kind of what's happened. Like, yeah, she's in the other side. She's in the upside down, pretty much. Oh, God. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, oh, pretty the, much. Yeah, the upside down? Yeah. It's pretty much the upside down. Yeah, it's pretty much the upside down. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, Stranger Things. I, I mean, always it's a good way to explain give you it, more though. credit than you deserve. Well, Stranger Things did it 
in a different way. I mean, this you wouldn't have thought of the idea of the upside down. You, I mean, it's also like the same fact that she's in like a different plane of reality too. I guess that's what the upside down is. So yeah, like it's the same damn thing. God fuck. Mm. I mean, you can't get that mad. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Four is just invasion of the body snatchers. I mean, it's yeah, but at least that had. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that at all. <laughs> okay. I won't ask because I don't want to have to edit it out. So I won't. Yeah. Now, now time for my favorite behind the scenes thing. Do 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 do. The actor that both uh play the actor that plays the the walking figure. What is that thing called? Oh, you. I have something to say figures. about that. Is it just me, or it looked like it was bleeding right from like its yeah from its chest? No, that's not what I was thinking. But oh. Well, anyways, the the suit actor for that creature is the same one that is the uh, horrible janitor monster in the in the in the in the school, mm-hmm. and he is a French circus contortionist. So that's actually his legs behind him in that scene. Yeah, I don't like contortionists, man. They give me problems. <laughs> <laughs> But also the guy in the uh, I was it what is it called the lying figure or the, the fuck is that thing called? I think it's lying figure. The lying figure. They very much do confirm that that suit is basically a full body condom. So that also adds to the weird Silent Hill two lore. Oh nice. What yeah. Fuck? What the fuck? What? I don't understand. What is that? What? The Silent Hill two lore. How it connects Silent Hill two? Oh, because James is a psychopath and he thinks about sex twenty four seven. That's why the nurses are sexy. Super horny. Super horny. Shiny yeah. condom. Okay. Oh, there you go. Another point for for Ken's super horny movie, fucking Condom Monster. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I'm kind of coming around more and more, unfortunately, on that. Like, he's not wrong. <laughs> I would love to say that that's it. That ain't it. <sighs> there were, kinda, there's some other parts that really creep me the fuck out later in this movie. Like, just everything with, like, the, like, with the cultists is just fucking weird. I don't like the cultist people at all. I no one tell does. you one of the most disturbing scenes in this movie when the cultists capture my beloved Sybil and burn yeah. her on a fucking ladder. Well, let's not even get the part before it where they beat the shit out of her with pipes. Like, that's bad. But burning somebody alive and not turning the camera away? Yeah, I didn't like that scene at all. That's now. hardcore. I mean, no. also, I didn't think she should burn out fire. She wasn't close enough to the fire, but nothing here nor there. Yeah. But. To, to be fair, uh, she's also not, she's very much not burned alive. She's basically like cooked above the fire. You can obviously, very good acting. You can very much see when uh, Sybil succumbs to like shock from her yeah. being smoked out, I guess would be the term for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Where you eventually but, lose consciousness. Yeah. But, you know. Cooking on an offset flame like that, the meat's going to be really tender. <laughs> That's going to be fully rendered. That, you know, Sybil's probably going to taste great. I did not like that scene. I was like, this is, this. and he's hired to a fucking ladder. And you just lower a ladder into a, like a giant flame. Yeah. Like this is just, it's disturbing. Yeah. But, I really don't like it. I don't like anything in the cultists. I don't like, like, I just, they bother me if they're even in this, especially now that like I have played more Silent Hill. It just, they shouldn't, I don't like it. Well, it's two things. One, they, they had to use a ladder because they realized the last time they used a big metal platform, uh, they all got burnt oh. alive. So they had to change. Yeah. That, okay. Because uh, their dumb asses, you know, spilled the fire and then lit the curtains on fire. So, yeah. Yeah. Chelsea. What's up? How do you feel about Sybil being burned alive? Uh, yeah, I didn't like that. 
I wanted to fight her on the merry-go-round instead. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a disturbing scene. I know it's meant to be. Like, I know that's the point, but it, it really did. It bothered me. I mean, to be fair, a lot of stuff in this movie bothered me. So, and then it's like on the part before when they meet this random girl, Anna, for no, absolutely no reason to be in this movie other than get murdered br- brutally. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> like, that was, that was a pretty baller murder, though. <laughs> like, I mean, the thing that, like, she's been living in this world, you know, like, and she's like, I'm going to stop here and throw rocks at you instead because you're a sinner. And then the pyramid head, I, I didn't catch this before, but essentially Alessa Gillespie is able to like control the pyramid head. Cause she like points to it. It, it appears and then rips the skin off her off Anna rips and her clothes her, off. Yeah. Then rips her skin off. It, it's a sure is a good thing that Gillespie family can summon pyramid head. He hasn't seen it yet. Everyone ignore me anyways. Yeah. That was pretty cool. No idea. We're talking about good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no um, idea. I'm like, what? I don't want to know. You're, oh, you're going to find out. Uh, yeah, I'll see the other movie and play the rest of the game at some point. Just, just, I'm very slowly going through this series. But it, also, there needs to be a counter in the corner of the screen for how many times Rose gets like blood smacked in her face. Because I want to say it happens like five fucking times in this movie. Okay. I have a question. I was on IMDb and I read the trivia because... The trivia is always interesting. And did you guys notice that Rose's clothes like very slowly went from neutral colors to blood red? Yes. Yes. That was awesome. Like I read the trivia and I was like, bullshit. I went back and I watched it and I was like, I'll be damned. Like they changed so many. There were like a ton of outfits that were all just gradually getting closer and closer to like gray and then turning blood red over about a hundred different copies of that outfit were made just to get that slowly happen. Oh, damn. Okay. That's kind of cool. So they can do that, but also make Dahlia a sympathetic character and invent somebody who's essentially Dahlia, but give her a different name. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm really pissed off about that. I don't like it. I'm angry at it. <laughs> I get it. Cause it, it takes away, from, I mean, kind of takes away cause you change the game, you know, and you change, you know, who the, you know, the, the villain of the series really is in a sense. And like, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, Oh, my childhood. But like, that's kind of crucial to the game. I think it's fine because at the end of the day, you 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 can't have a one for one of a video game like ever. You yeah. have to change things around to make to, you, you you have to change things around to make it. Someone's dog doesn't agree either. Apparently either. But you have to change things around. I think changing it around enough is fine. I I like it enough the change enough because it does to an extent make sense. But yeah, it it's it's pretty okay. Oh, fair enough. I'm sorry. That wasn't a dog. That was me trying to hold in my laughter. Uh, <laughs> didn't work very well. I mean, I think you can, like, I think this is a story that you could take and make a more faithful adaptation of, and I think it would have been better had it been closer to what Silent Hill wanted. I don't think it needed to be more faithful to be better. I think they just needed to pick a lane and stick with it. Either be something different or be slavishly devoted to the original. Yeah, not not in the middle. Yeah, and... That's fair. Joe, it wasn't at what you were saying. It was, in the end, it all worked out. 
And my brain immediately went, yes, you're right. In the end, a child still got burned alive, so everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, it's, Jesus. That bothered me, too. Like, when you see how they burned her and everything, I didn't look. That was like, ugh. Oh, did you guys clock the nurse that got her eyes burned out? That's, mm. that's Lisa Garland. It's yeah. supposed to be Lisa Garland, yes, but they never mentioned it. They put her in the same damn outfit from the front <laughs> of the like there service. was apparently a whole scene that they had, you know, her introducing herself as Lisa Garland, but they cut it. Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of cut scenes from this movie. Uh, yeah. you, you know how like there's there's a part where I think it's I think it's Rose and uh, Sybil running through town and all of a sudden they're running into the hotel and they're running. They're seeing uh, what the fuck is her, Dahlia being hit with rock by the Anna character. There was you were supposed to see there's a cut scene where Rose and Sybil see one of the characters and chase after them. Or I think Anna's bullying what is it, Dahlia in like the middle of the street and they run they uh, Anna runs after uh Dahlia into the into the hotel and they run after her. That's why whenever the gets the hotel scene it's them running in there. And it seems kind of weird that they're doing it. I don't know why they cut a bunch of scenes, maybe for time. I don't know. The original cut of this movie was three and a half hours long. Jesus oh, Christ. That's a long movie. Yeah. Now, and, this was the version that Christoph Gans was happy with, and he he's happy with this movie. But the original version was three and a half hours long, and I want to see it. I kind of want to see it, too. I wouldn't mind. I mean, I... I wouldn't mind. Sometimes seeing longer version of movies is kind of nice. I mean, especially when you think about the way that we watch movies today, because we don't watch them, you know, usually in a theater. <laughs> we watch them streaming, you know, in your comfort, your own home. And I feel like a three and a half hour movie is fine for, you know, if you're streaming it or watching a DVD or somewhere in your own home where you're like, OK, I'll take a break now. That's why I feel like like a TV series is almost better than movies. I watch a t- I watch a Silent Hill TV show. Yeah. Only if it's based on Don Cumming. <laughs> I mean, mm. think think about it, though. Like, Downpour would make a great TV series. I'd watch it. Eh, I'd watch it, yeah. Like, the other... I Okay, I think the first Silent Hill game, fine as a movie. Second one, fine as a movie. Third one, maybe a two-part movie. The Room? The Room could have been a series. Yes. I could see The Room as a series. You have oh, every, my God. You have every episode take place with each kill? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be oh, cool with that. Oh, God, that would be, awesome. be so good. That game does not get the love it deserves. It really yeah. doesn't. That game was way better than I expected when when you guys got me to play it. So agreed. You know who else doesn't get the love they deserve? Pyramid Head. Walter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just trying to think of anything else I, I want to mention. Like oh, her going into like the bottom of the we haven't talked about it yet. When she goes, in, is it whatever building she goes to the bottom, which is the center of evil? When she goes to go meet Ale- uh, Dark Alessa and and burned Alessa like the the thing with the nurses I do I think that is a cool scene yeah the I mean, usual filmed them walking backwards and then ran the film forward that's how they moved like that I they do really... love like the practical effects and the, the costumes and I think I that's, will, that's really good I will say that this movie used a minimum of CG and I was very happy about that yeah. even the ripping the skin off was a a dummy. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like, that was all practical. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they did. I mean, the effects were good. Like, you can tell that they were good effects. Yeah, like, they they did. Visually, this movie looks great. Oh, and I just remembered when Tiffany did leave, to answer your question a long time ago. 
It was after it was when Pyramid Head showed up. It was around that time when she just said fuck it and walked out and went That's up there. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. She didn't want to so. say the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was after the the beetle or the roach had a face. She's like, I had a face. I'm like, I didn't see. I was busy not paying attention. Oh, okay. So that was right around the time the pyramid had thrust his big sword into the hole in the door and was stabbing it at the women characters. That part. Yes. So me, me, yeah, <laughs> me, me and my husband were watching that movie and he goes, man, Marvel movies sure have fucking ruined Marvel movies sure have ruined like how things are written nowadays and video games too, with that one game that everyone hated because the dialogue's bad. Spoken. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. People gave that game a, gave that game a lot of crap. And my husband made the comment to where he you could write that scene as a Josh Whedon scene where like they walk in the room and Rose would go, "I'm not a fan of fans," and then they block the door and like make a make a sword pun. And then when Pyramid Head she shoots Pyramid Head and everything goes away, Civil will go, "Well, that just happened." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really glad this movie was not written in like 2010 because that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate it. But that was also the scene where Sybil is asking Rose to give her the pipe and has to ask a bunch of times because Rose is just like, duh. Mm. And oh, the ending. We got to talk about the ending. <laughs> oh, the we should talk about the, the part before that with the cultists. Oh, yes. When, cause, so when she does go down there, she meets Lisa Garland, which never introduced, and she takes Dark Alessa into her body. And then when she goes, you see, God, I forgot her name all of a sudden, the one getting burned alive. Sybil. Sybil. And you have that whole scene. It's then she come, then when Rose comes into play, she has Dark Alessa inside of her, I guess. And they stab her like an idiot. And then guess what? The, she starts bleeding out. And then the blood is the, is the devil. Hey, Mike. Yes. If I had a nickel... For every time I had did a podcast with you and both podcasts involved the main character looking up into a crowd of people and yelling about how bad religion is, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, <laughs> but it's really weird that it's happened twice. What was the other one? Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, we haven't done, oh, okay, that would have been filmed at, or recorded yeah, at this point. So, yeah, yes. yes, yes, yes. Ezio does that. Time paradox! Yeah, time paradox. Uh, that happens at the end of Assassin's Creed 2 with Ezio, so... Deception. Right <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird. I mean, I was thinking about that too. Like, they're really like, you know, bitching about religion in this too. Well, like when it causes you to burn people, religion ain't great. I'm not a fan of religion in the first place. So, is whatever anybody... people like, I'm not a fan, but I guess I get it. I would like to believe in something that gave me strength, and I do. And that's butts and fishnets. <laughs> 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 I'm just keeping with the horny movie theme, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm on with you. And speaking of horny, let's talk about how Dark Alessa takes out the cultists. Yeah, you were right. This is horny. Like, I wasn't really thinking about it because it's terrible where barbed wire just comes out of everywhere. But, like, a lot of people are being choked. And then the way that the leader cultist is murdered, like, that is fucking gruesome. Oh, yeah. Goes right up the middle, straight up the downcoming, <laughs> and rips her in half. You know what? That 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 I'll 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 give you that one again. That was a good one. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I never I need to use that from now on. Chelsea. That, that that scene is so fucking gross. Like the way they I'm like, I do not like this. I do not like this, Sam I am. <laughs> Chelsea, have you seen any of the Hellraiser movies? It's been a very, very long time. Well, uh, Ken, I put it in the group chat. Ken answered, and I know Mike hasn't, which is funny, but that's very much just the goddamn uh Cenobite. I don't care what anybody fucking says. That is just Alyssa as a goddamn Hellraiser Cenobite yep. torturing people. Yep. 
got the chains and everything, and whoo, yeah, this is this is almost Hellraiser levels of horny. Not quite. <laughs> Did you guys? It's close. I have, I have the movie playing in the background. Did you guys also notice that, like, what the fuck is her goddamn name? The the leader, Pete, leader lady. Christabel? Christabel's just wearing an adult version of, like, the kid's school uniform. Yeah. 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 I didn't notice that. She's like the principal or something, right? She She's the principal, and she's the leader of the cult, and she's also Claudia's sister. So it's a, yeah. the big three. And none of the people in the church have aged. I didn't think, I didn't realize that. Until you brought it up in this recording. Yeah. I did well, I not catch any of that. I did not pay enough attention to realize that that is cool. Well, they're, they're in purgatory. Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't put two and two together till you know, now. Well, they're in something. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to say they're in a bad movie, but <laughs> that is a fair statement, too. So <laughs> I will not disagree with that. Like IMDb trivia says that the cultist with barbed wire was inspired by Legend of the Overfiend, which I have no idea. That. No oh idea. God! Like okay, I I don't like using the word anime pornography, <laughs> but what Legend of the Overfiend is anime pornography. Okay, straight up hentai. <laughs> All right, and if that was inspired by that. Some people need Jesus. <laughs> Not fish necks and big asses. <sighs> Whatever. Everybody okay. needs their something, all right? Something that brings them comfort. I agree. If that's fish nets and big asses, I have no problem with that. <laughs> that's only edited for the podcast. <laughs> right, so so the uh, it's is such a like yeah. It does make more sense now that you know. Now that you tell me they didn't age and everything. Yeah, like, and again, none of that's in the fucking movie. That's no, there's no like, comment. There should have been a common. I mean, I guess you do see the flashback, but like the the, the uh, detective. Oh, and Joe, you weren't the only person that thought he was in the FBI when Tiff saw this movie. Part she saw him and she thought he was in the FBI too. So it wasn't Gucci? just you. Gucci, Gucci. Yeah, his name is the, Gucci. What the fuck, the, Detective Gucci. <sighs> I don't know. All that stuff is weird. Like all like the, just the inserts of Sean Bean, you know, here and there, like arguing with the cops and breaking into a place. Like none of that's necessary. And it makes sense when you're like, okay, the studio mandated that that had to be in there. Yeah, that does make sense. That could have been cut. Yeah. But again, without that, you don't have Silent Hill Revelation, which... That's fine. No. (laughs) I've heard a lot of people bitch about that movie. I'm curious to see what I'm going to think when we get to it. I like that movie. And I like that movie for bad reasons. And I can't wait to talk about it. Honestly, I think I like that movie more than I like this movie. Because that movie at least had the balls to just... Be like, this is an idea. We're sticking to it. We're going to make Vincent 15 years old and put him in a relationship with Cheryl. What? The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> and and Vincent's going to be the guy from Game of Thrones. And he still can't act. <laughs> hey, you, hear, you, you hear his British come out like three times in that fucking movie. Oh, God, it's so bad. But so good. But so bad. So we leave for the ending where... Uh, <laughs> Where Rose and Alyssa committed a mass murder and just decided to drive home. Just she, they they will they will the car alive and drive over an imaginary road and get home. And what is it? Sharon looks at the camera like a creepy kid. So you're not really sure what's going on, but whatever happens get gets retcon the next movie. So it doesn't matter. Okay, I was a little confused. Like this part still confuses me because like they escape Silent Hill, but they're really they're still in the dimension. I'm guessing. 
Yes. That's what. Okay. It's just. It's a weird ending to me. I don't like it. It it it's the very '90s video games thing where it's like we need to have a cliffhanger so people bitch that we make a sequel, which they did. We got a sequel like ten years later. Okay. Was that long? I think it's like 2013, isn't it? Someone fact check me. I could, but I don't want to. Oh no, I'm gonna have to look it up. But okay, I like I, I remember when Revelations came out, but I didn't give a sh- I didn't see either of these movies until I mean 2019 when I saw the first one. So 2012. So the sequel came out six years later. Not bad. Oh, it came out during the 3D phase. I see because the posters yes. said Silent Hill Revelations 3D. Yes, yeah. and you're you're very much gonna see when the movie's supposed to be in 3D. <sighs> I don't miss that. I'm glad that phase went away. I wonder why uh, why didn't Christoph direct this one too? What? Christoph Gans. He didn't he didn't direct Revelations. I wonder why. Huh. I thought he did. Weird. It says nope. directed I'm by not. MJ Bassett. That makes a lot more sense as to why this movie's bad. Okay, I'll give it that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird ending, just to have her show up and then nothing happens and like, you know, they're in the house but they're not in the house and the door's open and yeah, it's just strange. What? Well, I think it, it's supposed to leave up to interpretation and all that as to what happened. I mean, technically, they got home okay, and uh, everything's kind of all right. And, you I mean, know, ho- really, hopefully, yes. hopefully something cool happens in the sequel, and we'll figure that out later. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the cool Silent Hill, the song from Silent Hill 3 plays at the ending. So it, that's whatever. Silent Hill 3 is my favorite game so far. Yeah, I like 3 a lot, too. All right. Any other things to say about Silent Hill? About the film or anything in general? All right. We should go on the shelf stacker box then, I think. All right. And I'll go first. We'll start off with the negative. I'm going to put this in the box. I really didn't enjoy Aww. this movie. I was bored watching this movie. I didn't want to watch this movie. I mean, it's fine, but I don't need to see it a third time or record about it for a third time. <laughs> so it's going in the box and I'm done with this movie. Oh, uh, what about you, Ken? I think I lost Ken. Uh oh. Do you want to do you want us to wait and like you want to text him real quick? I've been talking and i was muted this entire time <laughs> i didn't mute you is that making me <laughs> nope what happened that was entirely my fault my dog was running through with clicky clacky claws and i muted so the microphone wouldn't get it but i wasn't muted for long so where do where, where would you put this ken shelf stock oh, box gosh i would love to put this higher than the shelf so i'm going to I'm going to put it on the ultra shelf because as much as I complained about this movie, I have no shit. Watch this movie at least 20 times. <laughs> I keep watching it. I don't like it. I keep watching it. I have a problem. Agreed. So <laughs> if, if I got to keep to the regular three, yeah, it's going on the shelf. Okay. And it's good that you enjoy it though. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if I do enjoy it though. <laughs> I mean, you watch it that many times, and I mean, there must be something. There's something, but I don't think I like it. I don't know. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, what about you, Chels? So uh, this movie, like, it's like when you're in a relationship with someone, and that person does like the bare minimum, but <laughs> you're still like okay with it, I guess. Later on, when when you're single, you realize, like, you're much better off without them. I mean, does that make sense? Like, you're happier without them. But at the time, at the time, this movie, like, it's good enough, right? we, We think it's really good. But now that we're single, like, 
We're like, no, we don't, no, we don't need this. <laughs> I deserve better. <laughs> <laughs> and no, that's fair. I mean, that's completely fair. Oh my god. <laughs> That might be the funniest thing. <laughs> Is this a reference to anything, Chelsea? It might... <laughs> it, I don't, it might be a reference to my personal life. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's reference to a certain person that I once heard their name and do not remember, nor will I say it. <laughs> That's what it's referencing. Oh, my gosh. All no, I remember but, is some guy being upset after the, after you guys broke up and be like, "Hey, you you dis- you deactivated my your your Netflix. I can't use it anymore. It's like we've been broken up for months. What the hell?" Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, we won't talk about him. But... No, but I do. I always remember that. <laughs> there, there's gonna be some guy listening to this podcast because they know Chelsea's on it, and they're gonna be like, "The fuck, bro?" Probably <laughs> what the guy said to her when when she changed her password. But no, like in all seriousness, like I'm so over live action stuff, like live action adaptations, like just just leave it alone. Like in the beginning, it was exciting. It was fun, you know, and and we were actually excited for these things. But I've been burned so many times that I'm just like, please, no more. <laughs> real, 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 quick, real quick, how do you feel about the new Resident Evil movie, the, the live action one, The Welcome to Raccoon City? Oh, God. Again, there, again, another example <laughs> of, okay, it's the, they do just enough, like they do the bare minimum, but you're happier without it. <laughs> <laughs> Beg to differ. Oh, yeah, he's a big fan of that movie. I, I fucking love that idiot movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I saw part of it on an airplane. That was it. I've never actually sat down and watched it yet. So, someday. Probably not anytime soon, though. Oh, and Joe, what about you? You have shelf stacker. Uh, I'm gonna go in the opposite uh, direction with this with Chelsea. I'm gonna put this on the shelf. I agree with Ken. This is going on the ultra shelf where uh, uh, I watch this movie, but I actually have a good time watching this movie every time. I I I very much think that we should have like if you want to make a video game movie, you should at least attempt to change at least maybe thirty percent of the movie so it's different. Not too much to where you should. Sometimes changing the villains a little ridiculous. I think in this is fine. But other than that, like I, I really enjoy this movie. My partner enjoys this movie. And I also every once in a while watch the movie with my cousin who, uh, you know, also very much loves this movie. And it's just a good around time. If I could describe it, it's like making out with someone who's really ugly, but they're a really good kisser. <laughs> oh. Sure, her eyes lazy and she's got to get her. Sure, their their eyes lazy and they've got a gap in their teeth and you know they're you know they have a little bit of acne but man I'm having a really good time making out. Look, okay, I have never been directly attacked on this show, but god damn it! Oh, that now to be fair, I also say the same thing about Deadly Premonition, so that 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 goes along with that. That is a strange ass game, but actually on this podcast too. I fucking love that game with everything that is in my heart. It's like this movie. I love everything about this movie, <laughs> near and dear to my heart. <laughs> so I'm the only person that really hated it. Okay, okay. I'll take it. Again, you're making me watch horror movies that I don't want to watch. So I... that's all right. It's gonna be even more divided when we get to the next one. <laughs> yeah. And game is my mom fan, my mom's fan fans. I want to tell you right now, I promise I will not sleep. I will not rest. I will fight to make sure that you get an episode on Silent Hill Revelation. Oh, we can do it. It just it just won't be prize for October. I think October might already be all 
plan and book. But I'll do it anyway. Why not? I'm doing and all I, the fucking songs at this point, like all over again this year. And I tell you, well, we game, we wanted. games my mom found fans. Someone go look up what JoJo is and find out what a stand is, because otherwise that joke I'm going to make isn't going to hit. <laughs> aura, 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 aura. Thank, all right. thank, thank you, Ken. I think that about wraps up this episode. <laughs> so, I mean, so yeah, we did our first film recover. So there will be others in the future, I'm sure. Not that many, because it's the early stuff. It's the stuff that probably needs to be re- redone, because it's we were still learning. <laughs> I, I, never, I haven't gone back and listened to that first year, but I'm sure it wasn't the best compared to where I'm at now. So I'm sure. And Chelsea, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitch, Tired Cheeks, and Twitter, Tired Cheeks. I keep saying it wrong. It's X. Even the app of my phone says X now, not Twitter. Ah, uh, yes, the organization where every member has an X. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, so fucking stupid. I hate Twitter. I hate it. X. All right, and if you enjoyed this episode, there are over 500 other episodes of this podcast. All the Silent Hill stuff we've done, we've done a bunch of the, we've done a bunch of it now, actually, way more than I ever expected. So you will see a link in the show notes to this episode of all the Silent Hill stuff. Uh, you can go on the Podbean website, type in anything, type in Resident Evil, type in Silent Hill, type in Scott Pilgrim. You will find an episode. So everything, it searches really nice. So just go on there and you can look up the stuff that we've done. Um, there will be a lot more spooky stuff coming because we got almost two months of spooky content, unfortunately, for my sanity. That will be coming on this podcast. So stay tuned for all that. And if you want to support the show, we do a Patreon for a little dollar. You can vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see a link in the show notes. There'll be a spooky poll at the time that you're hearing this. Uh, so go vote and also we have a discord please join our discord i have a current link if you were someone that tried the link before it didn't work i someone told me you fixed it so now it should be a good link in all the show notes when you look at it for all the newer stuff so definitely go check that out i want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of helena at hell has fear you can follow her on tiktok and want to give a shout out to my awesome uh my buddy bill tucker to the mcu movies with me start his own podcast the gamer looks at 40 definitely go check him out there also and i think that's everything i need to say so Oh, yeah, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, X, and I'm on Threads now, too. You can follow me on Threads, too, if you want. So, and we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Stay horny, my friends. <laughs>